What's up, guys? It's Duke Delate for the Intimacy Liberation Army, your one-stop shop for making dating fun, date more, date better. Uh, this is episode six of the How to Be More Attractive uh, series. We're almost done with it, and then we're going to move into some more deeper, like, trauma-based stuff. And uh, so today, we're talking about how to develop or nurture a passion for life. I've shot a couple of videos on this before, uh, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to build out a whole, I don't know, course where it'll probably be free, that one, just to get you in the right mindset, and um, and maybe put a book out or something. But uh, today we're talking about how to develop and nurture a passion for life, and when you have a passion for life, especially if you come from the masculine energy dynamic, you're going to uh, get a lot more attraction in somebody who wants to kind of be led or somebody who wants to support a bigger vision, you want to take them along with you on your adventure, it helps to have a very clear picture of the adventure that you're going to be on. Like we were just shooting the video for the, um, the mini workshop called Unawkward, the, the one where you never run out of things to say. And Jackson and I were talking about one of the most important processes is to figure out yourself, like to know yourself first. And when you're developing your passion, um, you kind of have this North Star in your life where the, the one thing that you kind of want to accomplish before you're dead or the, the thing you want to build up to get to, you, you follow that passion with you and everything that you do kind of aligns in that direction. So if you don't have one of these, uh, my phone stand is doing the, yeah. So if you don't have a passion, then it's very difficult to, uh, very difficult to have everything kind of line up. You just sort of throwing a bunch of things at the wall, saying what sticks. So today we're talking about that. Um, and let's get started. So having a passion, it's an activity that you look forward to in life, uh, because of the pleasure it offers, like you should be passionate about something that's uh, rewarding for you, right? Uh, because of the pleasure it offers and also most of your passions are tied into some sort of generativity. If, you know, you're younger and you're like in a sport, then your passion may just be for the sport and you play, but you don't really play for the fans yet. But as you get older, you start to realize that most of the things that you do are designed to help other people, give back to the next generation, etc. And, and that provides kind of a fullness in your passion. A lot of the older athletes that I knew when I was growing up, they now, uh, you know, they're in the the blogging role or the, or the YouTube role or whatever, and they're helping the next generation on. Like my old judo coach, he was a coach, and uh, he was also an Olympian. He was also a um, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world, world's uh, medal, gold medal guy. And he started teaching and coaching and then he had kids he started fell falling out of the athletic part of it but he's still coaching he still runs a judo program down in florida but now he's doing products and and uh, blog posts and youtube videos and stuff just just on the coaching mindset and the and the um the sport itself and all of his all the things that he figured out while he was uh competing at the highest level and He's giving back to the rest of the the next generation and 
and he's kind of bringing his son up to be a badass wrestler and, and, and get his own content going on. So, um, like I said, generativity generally is a part of the passion, but that's just an aside. So, uh, 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 uh. if you have problems identifying your passion, uh, consider the following suggestions. First, consider your passions and your interests. Like if you're super into sports or you're super into programming or you're super into writing or you're super into some sort of art, right? It's a good place to start when you're looking to discover kind of what you should kind of like build your whole life around. Sit down, make a list of the things that are super important to you and the things that are fascinating, things that are like get you to focus and, and, and research, right? Some people are are fascinated only by what the consumer media tells us to do. So you get super into like, um, like the latest shows or the latest reality TV or celebrity gossip or whatever. And there are people who they're super into it. They know all of these like little details and they, they, they can piece everything together. And there's some of the only people who in the world who can actually do that at the, at the level that they're at. And so then they'll, open up blogs or they'll open up YouTube channels or whatever and then they'll they'll share it with the world and they become the expert on that thing. You can you can be passionate about something that's been like spoon fed to you by the media, that's perfectly fine. But as your passion like if you're super fascinated with it and you're super into it, then it's a good route to go down to explore to see, okay, what can I do with this? What can I base my life decisions around with this? I knew a girl growing up, she was uh just obsessed with uh, Stevie Nicks and the, the the Fleetwood Mac band and she had all the albums and she had all of the the connections and all of the you know all the she was the biggest fangirl ever right and eventually uh, she moved on with life she went to school in Arizona somewhere I, I stopped talking to her for a while and uh, you know 10 15 years later I ran into her on I think she looked me up on Facebook. She was in town for a holiday or something. And uh, she said, uh, so, yeah, you know, I've been doing this my whole life, but I ended up actually, you know, as an administrative doing work for the, the Knicks family. And I'm like, oh, fuck, like, really, like, you stuck with it that long. You were so, you know, kind of singular focused. And, uh, you know, she's super happy with her life, et cetera. So whatever it is like you don't have to it doesn't have to be like i have to invent the next you know space rocket to go to mars or whatever like you can still leave a big impact on the world whatever you're into and uh so like uh make that list write it down and just kind of explore uh some of those things like you want to pay particular attention to the things that give you energy things that make you excited things that make you fascinated like not just things that are like, oh, yeah, that's cool, you know, but like things that are like, yeah, I get really do you get really nerded out on because that's something that you can become an expert about. And that's something that you can share a lot with the world with and your passion is going to um, like create is going to inspire other people. So uh, start with that list and uh, see what's going on there. Uh, your interests and values, like like sometimes you're not just interested about a thing, like a, a sport or a hobby or whatever, but you're interested in like a value, like eradicating oppression in a particular social group. Or um, I got a friend, she's she's um, an advocate for uh, attachment theory, right? And she just 
goes off about that. And I have a number of people in the space because I'm a, a, a dating coach. Like I, in these conferences and everything, I run into all these other people and they're like financial coaches or they're whatever. And they've just chosen to just study this subject so deeply that when they give back to the world, they actually have something of value to offer back. So uh, check your interests and your values uh, and and see which one of those really turn you on. And that's, uh, that's the first tip on getting your passion in order. The second one is don't be afraid to try something new. If there's something, there's nothing on that list that makes you like super fascinated, then there's probably something out there that you need to go discover. Uh, after you compile that whole list of interests and, you know, maybe you're super passionate about something, but you don't have a lot of experience in it, go out and try it. Go out and, and see what it takes to become an expert in that place. Um, I like the idea of human connection a lot. I'm, I'm a dating coach. I've been studying the psych of it for a long, long time. But there was a time where I was like, you know, maybe I want to be a sex therapist. And so I went to uh, see some actual uh, sex educators speak and see how they acted, how they interacted with the crowd, what they had to study, what it took to be certified, what it took to go through the educational path to do that correctly. And, uh, and I tried, 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 tried to uh, figure out how to fit that into my life. And it turns out that, you know, I wasn't designed to be a sex therapist because I don't necessarily want to do therapy, right? After I went through all my psych training in, at school, I realized that I don't actually want to be a therapist. So um, um, I might end up becoming a sex educator at some point, but uh, I've kind of delegated that to more knowledgeable people in my life. Uh, like if somebody comes to me, one of my students comes to me for sex education stuff, um, I'll pass them off to my sex education friends who are actually doing that certification and, and going down that path. And I'm moving over here into the more the dating stuff. And uh, But I, I went out and I tried it and I wanted to make sure that I was a fit or not. And at that time, with that timing, I wasn't a fit. And so I didn't have to sit around worrying whether or not, oh, what if I had just followed that path? I did. I followed that path to the point where I didn't need to anymore, and uh, and I found people that could take up the slack in my in my coaching because I could just pass my students on over to them, and uh, so yeah, I mean you don't want to leave any stone unturned when you're looking for your purpose. You you just go try stuff and and see what's up. It's a whole big world, and you can broaden your horizons as much as as you want, and as long as you have a little free time, you can go out and try some new shit and fall on your face and and uh, eventually come to the point where you understand uh, okay this is for me this is not quite for me i'm really interested in this but i might, might need to spin off on this in order to to stay super active and super fascinated with it uh, just because something new a shot right uh the more you get out in the world the more opportunities you give yourself and uh the more you can really enjoy your experience in, in discovery and 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 learning uh, when you get all myopic and like closed down into, you know, feeling limited, then you have no, like the joy gets sucked out of life. Um, that's one of the biggest things we're, we're teaching at the at the Limitless Mentoring, another company I work for. Um, you can just explore yourself for all the things that you think you want and stop judging yourself and then go try that stuff and, and find like-minded people who have gone down that pathway before and you can be super inspired and end up switching your whole life up on a dime. I, you know, I, I did that when I started doing this, when I started dating coaching, I came out of, um, 
uh, relationship was super, super long, like seven years or something. And, uh, I didn't know I was super lonely. I didn't know what to do. I was really into psychology and stuff, but I didn't know how to like go out and talk to people and, you know, get, you know, my sexual needs met and, and without sort of hoping that it would just all smash together and work. And, uh, so I hired a guy and his name was Owen Cook and he was my first mentor. And I actually connected better with, cause Owen was like a high level guy at the time, uh, connected with one of his sub coaches, Jeff and Jeff was just phenomenal. Jeff fucking changed my life. And I looked at it and I was like, how do I do this for a living? And that's what <laughs> launched me on my multi-year path. And 15 years later, that's what I'm doing for a living. Um, totally turned everything on a dime. And like, I'm no longer a software developer because this is way more fun than traveling around and talking to people. So uh, don't be afraid to try something new. You, you might find what you're looking for. And uh, although that's what a lot of people are scared of, I'd rather you be happy. Just remember, Duke gave you permission to go search. Uh, uh, the next tip is seek for mentors or role models. That's a weird typing. Anyway, go find a mentor. Uh, like I said, just when I said go, don't be afraid to try something new. Like definitely go out and find people who know what the fuck they're doing. And then go talk to them and see how they'll teach you. I've spent thousands, 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 thousands of dollars in coaching from from business to pick up to dating to sexual uh, communication to um, hypnotism to all this other stuff that I've learned and got certified in and whatever. And I've just hired mentor upon mentor upon mentor upon mentor. Like I have a mentor that drives me to release new videos every day. And so like all of the all of the coaching and the mentoring that you can find people who are experts at their subject, just follow them around, you know, pay for their little programs or whatever. Uh, speaking of which me and Jack's have a new masterclass. It's cheap. Go buy it in the link below, but, uh, get in that mindset and get inspired by people who are doing and living the life that you want. Uh, you look for the advice. You can look for people around you, obviously, but, uh, people who are professional at it, like over COVID, a whole lot of coaches came out because people kind of followed their passions and they started developing programs and testing them, uh, with the online learning side of things. Like go do it go, go sign up for somebody. There are cheap things on Udemy. You can, you can just kind of test the waters with them. And when you find somebody you really like and the way they communicate, follow them out, you know, read their books, fucking, uh, go through their workbooks, go through their masterclasses and whatever, and, and start learning that side of things. But when you do that, actually do the things they direct you to do so you can experience the world. So we're talking about building a passion here, not just learning some shit, right? Go find somebody who does what you think you want to do and then follow them around until you figure out whether you want to do it or not. Um, next tip is to start slow. Learn by doing, like take action, go do it, and then start slow, right? If you think you might want to, there's so many guys who throughout the years they wanted to be a dating coach. They wanted they liked the idea of flying around the world, standing in seminar rooms, going to random night cl clubs and um, you know, the best venues all over the world, taking guys and teaching them how to get over fear and, and all that. Like they wanted to do that. There's like, oh, there's so much glitz and glamour in it. I can talk to new girls all the time. I, I can be a traveler, I can whatever. But like the reality is you can do that now. Like 
You just get on an airplane and you go somewhere else. You talk somebody into listening to you talk and you just do it, right? Like you can, but they wanted to get helped up. They wanted, they wanted to get put on. So uh, I, you know, I've had probably know, thousands of clients, but probably like maybe 300 guys come through a tr like a trainer training program with me who wanted to like be something, you know, probably 30 or 40 guys who like paid for a trainer program just to like, like paid like $20,000 just to be able to follow me around the world and whatever. Cause I was working for like one of the biggest dating companies in the world for a while. And so they sign up for the trainer program and they just follow me around. They go to every uh, destination I went to and they're like, you know, I, I think I want to do this for a living. I think I want to do this for a living. And I'm like, well, there's the good and the bad of it, right? Like you have, you have the ability to actually teach people and watch their transformations, watch them grow. You have to deal with some real problems. You have to deal with trauma in real time. You, you, you're, you're responsible when somebody does breaks down in front of you. And, uh, you also have to do all the logistics and travel and, and sleep random places. And, you know, when you get a conference center that guys can't show up to, you have to fix the logistics very fast. Like there's, there's all sorts of things that you have to do as a dating coach that are not glamorous. And so you better actually like the results. You don't want just the, the glamor of it. And I think I've, I've successfully trained seven who actually became dating coaches. Like they, they actually liked it enough to do it. And, uh, out of the, you know, 20 or 30 or 40 of them that were on the trainers program and out of the 300 of them that like expressed the interest and tried it for a little bit, like only seven of them actually wanted to do it. And only three of them still do it. Right. Like they, uh, like one of them, he just got a girlfriend and like they're about to get married and he just kind of, he wrote a couple of books and then he dropped off the scene. Um, and then, yeah, like, one of them, yeah, basically they get girlfriends and they don't want to fly around the world and talk to girls anymore. That's what it is. But anyway, uh, I'm going off uh, topic. Basically, start slow. Like, go out, try it. Do it for real. See if you like it. And if you don't like it, change gears and go on. There's nothing wrong with not doing what you set out to do as long as you figure out that it doesn't light your soul on fire. Do what lights your soul on fire. Uh, but you can't sit around whining well, I mean, you can, but you can, if you sit around whining about how, oh, you know, maybe I'll get this done maybe I'll accomplish it. And then you never do anything to go about it. Then you can, you it's dreams, not goals. Right. I didn't know that I wanted to start my own company. I didn't know that I wanted to be a content creator. Uh, and then I tried it and it looks like that's the direction we're going. You know, I was like, ah, sales funnels are stupid. Master classes are dumb. Like, I just want to do live training, and I just want somebody to to book people in my live events because that's where I operate the best, right? It turns out I'm a reasonably decent content creator, and I actually like putting information together and delivering it for free and making a much larger impact, and then monetizing that on the back end with you know master classes and books and and all this other stuff, like. Why didn't I do this five years ago when I had already kind of reached a level of mastery and I could have, you know, diversified myself? It took COVID to make me really try this thing and I like it. So, um, you know, you don't have to, uh, 
where's it going with that? Oh yeah, you don't have to care uh, about anything right now, but the more you try, the more is in your is in your tank. Like I'm writing books now on things, notes that I've taken from my events that were 10 years old. Like I I'd, I'd written out an outline for this seminar I was going to give, and then I just stuck it in my digital drive, right? Like my, my Notion or my, like Notion was around back then, but I migrated everything over from Google a while back. And now I'm looking at those things and writing books on it and like doing YouTube videos on those stuff. Like that stuff is, is, is useful to me now. Like no piece of that journey was useless. Like it, it created who I am now and uh, I can continue to evolve and I continue to be fascinated with it. So I, I keep moving forward. You know, if you got a deep interest in um, in a particular way to go about things, especially in this internet age, in the AI part of the world, like in, in the AI age, in the in the like, there is somebody who's done what you're trying to do out there. And as long as Google thinks it's chill, like uh, you know, you don't want to do things that are edgy, like uh, you know, startup. Uh, minor attractions person's Facebook group like you can't do that shit right you can't you can't start hate speech on reddit you know like like you just like if you choose something that's real uh something that is not going to get you shunned and outcast from society then uh there's somebody who's done it somebody's left the success leaves clues like Tony Robbins says success has somebody has started a group somebody has got clients somebody has gets paid to do things uh, for in whatever, right? There are things that are not substantiated that people get paid thousands and thousands of dollars for. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I have three girlfriends who all read tarot for a living. It's not that hard. Like, you just, you have a deck and you have a book and then you flip the card over or you have the person flip the card over, then you read what the card says on the book. Like the tactical is not hard at all. I mean, to be a good tarot practitioner and reader, um, there's a language that you have to speak. There's a lifestyle you have to live in order to connect with your audience, right? Uh, I'm not saying it's easy to go make money doing that, but somebody has done it before and it doesn't even have to be substantiated. Like there's nobody who got, none of my friends who make money doing tarot, they, they haven't, gotten certified as by the guild of tarot or whatever like like no they have no fucking skill sets except for their passion for it and uh there are people you can go on i bet if i looked right now online uh how to be a professional tarot reader uh there's somebody who offers a course on it right and whatever or you can get super skilled in something right you go to school you got your master's degree and whatever and then you can go into some little crazy niche of it and make a shit ton of money uh, and still do what you want to do and be your own boss or whatever, right? You don't have to melt, melt, meld, merge your passion with your profession, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I do. And uh, uh, being a coach is probably one of the most rewarding things I've ever done with my life. So, uh, you know, that's, that's always helpful when you go in that direction. So to enjoy life to the fullest, it's necessary to be flexible and accept the possibility that your interests will evolve. And you're interested in now may not be what you're interested in in a year or 10 years from now. Yeah, like I said, your shit might change. 
uh, thematically, you have to reach a level of, ma level of mastery, maybe you don't want to do that anymore. Like, I may not want to travel around the world anymore. Doubtful. But one day, I may just settle down and do things from the internet or uh, travel much less. Or rather than being in some different city every two weeks, I'd be uh, delivering from my living room or doing major conferences in like Miami or, you know, the big cities, you know, LA, fucking Tel Aviv. And, uh, you know, four or five times a year rather than doing that. And that's actually what we're doing now because the COVID thing and the, you know, the, the business restart thing, you know, we're only doing six, seven day events this year and with Limitless. And then the rest of what I'm doing is all, you know, small three days when I can, uh, get a group of guys who are interested enough to do it, uh, from the online stuff. Everything else I'm doing is like online classes and, and blog posts and whatever. So, um, you know, my interests are changing. I'm being a content creator. Like I used to be a vlogger. I did like 500 vlogs back in the day, uh, 2016, 2017. And I would just shoot and edit and, and go do interesting things and meet cool people and whatever. Uh, and I had a lot of passion for that at the time. I don't give a shit about it anymore. I'd rather sit here and talk to you about real concepts that work and you can change your life with, create worksheets, write books. Like right now I'm in that space, you know, maybe when I start flying around the world again, maybe I'll be interested in vlogging again, but I could change it up. And the whole point of this point of, you know, you might have different interests doesn't, you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. You can just like shift and use all of the skills that you learned and use them in a new avenue or use them on a new platform or um, use them in a new medium, right? Uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to be an artist. I mean, I draw relatively well and, you know, I have a good eye for colors and shit, but like I perhaps will never be a professional anything. But for the fun of it, I'm definitely still going to create a lot of stuff for the rest of my life, right? Like uh, I can follow a little mini passion like that for a long, long time because there's no stakes to it. Like I don't make money or make my living off of it and like I can just sort of use it for therapy and I draw in my little journal all the time like uh and that's fine too so uh your interest might change feel free to be okay uh when they when they do and just pivot and see what the universe has to offer you at that moment and what you're focused on resolve some trauma on your way through and 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 carry it to the next level and become more generative uh 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 yeah, last tip is keep an open mind because it's attached to the, it's attached to the, uh, you might not be into it later. Yeah, keep an open mind. When you're searching for your passion, definitely find mentors, find people who do it, find groups of people who do it, like ally with the people who really have a, a finger on the pulse of what's going on. But keep an open mind. Don't don't think it should be a certain way. Uh, don't uh, Don't miss the beauty of what it actually is by being disappointed that it isn't what you thought it was don't miss the beauty of yeah right i think that's that's what i meant to say so yeah when go out and find your passion and what's going to happen is when you are fully caught up in something even if it's flippant like like even if it's gossipy or weird and media centric like if you start to master it and you're really passionate about it that passion like comes off of your face to other people and they will respect you a lot more for having that kind of ambition also 
you'll be much more attractive because you have a direction that you're going in, especially if you're operating on the masculine space. Like, like if you're, if you're a man and trying to be kind of a traditional masculine role, having a purpose and mission is like the core thing to demonstrate masculinity, like alphaness and dominance and all that other stuff. It's kind of like second, third level. Like the only reason you should ever be dominant uh, or domineering over another person uh, is because they cross you in your passion because nothing else matters but that, right? Like it's not, it's not about control. It's about resolution. And uh, so uh, you're going to be a lot more attractive to people once you have this thing and you're able to express it well. Uh, 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 I think that's it for the passion thing. Thank you for listening, watching here on uh, whatever platform you're on. I'm Duke Delay for the Intimacy Liberation Army, and we are talking about this type of shit every damn day. So we'll be back on tomorrow. Tomorrow is about uh, authenticity from, from me. Jax might release one in the next couple of days. Uh, yeah, we just released a new book. We did a master class. You're probably not gonna listen to this because it's like the closing of the video and you already clicked off. So I can just talk and say whatever I wanted. Um, <laughs> the master class that we just shot, uh, it's a mini workshop actually. It's hour and a half long. It's about storytelling. Uh, I'm gonna drop the link in the in the thing below in the in the show notes or whatever, and uh, you can go check that out. We talk about uh, building up stories and speaking emotionally, and it's it, it was a it was a really good time. So uh, check that out. I will see you guys tomorrow, and until then, stay awesome.